What? Why did I do that? Oh! This is stupid stories for stupid people. Enjoy. Hello, this is Chuck. Uh, this is going to be, we're calling it Stupid Stories for Stupid People. Um, we're going to tell stupid stories. If you're listening, you're the stupid people. We got, uh, today we got Chris. Hello, guys and girls. We're going to tell uh, some stories. Um, I mean, me and Chris, we've had a 22-year-long ping-pong rivalry. Rivalry. You said it was 22 years. I, I think it might have actually been longer. Really? How old do you think you were? I feel like I was like nine. Really? All right. That makes me feel better about my myself, I guess, in some way. <laughs> yeah, because you should feel bad. So nine. You got the math there? What's that? 20, so add the two. 20, 24. Yeah. 24, 25 years. 25 years. All right. Years. Well, let's make it a quarter century then. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. Um, we might tell... We're going to tell a bunch of stories, hopefully. Uh, maybe some... Some drunken college stories, maybe some drunken adult stories, <laughs> maybe some sober stories. We'll get into some of that. Um, we had a brief conversation before where you told me briefly about some stories. I feel like this was almost a couple months ago or at least a month ago. Mm -hmm. um, I took some notes about some stories you wanted to tell. I don't actually remember what all these stories were. I didn't write down too many details. The, the first thing I wrote down, and this is the one I'm most interested in because I don't remember exactly what it was about. Uh, it just says here, torqued testicle. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You said that these are stories I'd want to tell. That's a little bit of a lie as I don't really like recalling that specific story as anyone by the title torqued testicle could tell. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, torqued testicle. Uh, that's exactly how it sounds. Painful, terrible. Uh, unbelievable story. It involves me basically playing basketball with friends. I needed uh, I needed some shoes because we were playing basketball and everyone else just got out of the pool and were shoeless and I'm clumsy. Clumsy Chris. Clumsy Chris. How old were you at this time? Probably 16, 17. Probably 17. Senior year in high school. Going okay. into that senior year. I'm, you know, I like to be safe. I'm clumsy. I go home and get shoes. I'm the only one playing with shoes. I go to drive to the hoop. I take a nice, sick drive. I hit a puddle, puddle on the court. I fall, land on my side, hit my knee, hurt my knee. Go to bed a couple hours later. I'm at home. My dad's working midnight shift. My mom's sleeping. I wake up with the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life. <laughs> my right testicle is about four times the size of the left one, and it's like up. It's not in its normal position. Like It's like up like near your waistline like i don't even know how to explain it and it feels like someone's kicking me there every five seconds that pain consistent sounds like the worst pain ever i asked my mom to stab me i thought maybe that would take the pain away <laughs> i had to wake up my mom obviously that's pretty tough to do tell her what's going on we go to the emergency room did she look at it first no 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 she didn't we even didn't, look at we didn't it. cross she that trusted line. you yes come on man I mean, like, I, I did have a boy who cried wolf when I was younger, you know, kind of thing. But for the most part, I, 
guy's asking to be stabbed in the middle of the night, you're going to believe him, I would like to think. And she did. We go to the emergency room. Oh, yeah, you got a torque testicle. We're going to need emergency surgery, get you down to the hospital. We're going to drive you there. It's about 45 minutes away in an ambulance, and we're going to remove it remove it because it's not getting blood that's why it's they're going to remove the testicle yep because it's twisted no blood flow can't just untwist it that's you would think (laughs) so before they do that they got to get confirmation they wheel me down and uh now you're gonna make fun of me i always mix up mammograms and sonograms which one's the one with the gel and they use with babies that would be a sonogram. A mammograms for your breasts. Okay. I think a manogram oh, yeah. would be for your balls. Okay. Hey <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, you insert the uh, symbol there at the end. <laughs> um. So sonogram, seventy-year-old plus woman, asked me to undress or whatever, remove the gown. She rubs that cold gel on my balls. She does a little wand waving over it. Is she gentle? She was. She was. It was pretty embarrassing. They wheel me back down to the ER. Some time goes by. The ER doctor comes in, confirms. Yep, it's it's torqued. It's <laughs> twisted. We're going to have to remove that fucker. <laughs> cool. I can't fucking wait. Within that process of waiting for the ambulance in 10 minutes, I don't really remember how it happened or what happened or what I did to have the gods smile on me. But all of a sudden, I remember saying to my mom, mom, I'm not in pain anymore. And then I start checking feeling around did and she believe you or <laughs> <laughs> she think you were lying because you didn't want to lose your your testicle no i don't think that came in i think she saw that i was being genuine like i was i was dumbfounded mm-hmm. so i felt i feel around down there the swelling's going down a little bit the doctor comes back and he's befuddled he basically <laughs> says that it untorqued itself like why couldn't we do that in the first why place why couldn't they untork it then yeah he just didn't want to touch my ball <laughs> so out. yeah um and of course, you know, 16, 17, you're a, little, you're a little hesitant to tell people. I told one person, I think it was, I'm not going to say their name, but I told one person, <laughs> I went to a friend's birthday party the next day, and there's like 100 people there. They all knew, definitely. <laughs> but thanks for starting off with that story. I love talking about it. So I you still have two reminder. testicles. Yep, yep. Two. Do they, are they confirmed to both work? Um, what do you mean by work? I don't know. Like, I mean, I can't really tell if I'm shooting blanks. I <laughs> could be. I drink a lot of Mountain Dew. I was just going to say that. That that could have an effect as well. So you I do have sometimes have ghost pain in that right testicle. I'm not kidding you. Really? Like, it's like that weird... Uh, we've talked enough about testicles. Okay. Um, the other thing I had written down, uh, ice rink. Ice rink. Oh, yeah. So we're getting into some drunken college stories, which I'm sure everyone has. And uh, I've had a couple close calls with the law. And fortunately, I've mostly escaped unscathed. Um, but this time in school at Geneseo, I was partying with friends. And I don't know how far back you want me to go into the genesis of the story, but you want me to flash forward to being on the ice rink? Well, how did you, how did you get to the ice rink, maybe? That I can't confirm. My friends believe that I walked. It wasn't on campus. It was about we lived off campus. It was about a mile away. It was a park in the sit in the town, mm-hmm. and they had an ice rink. And they had I had been there before. We used to play broomball there. And when I went there, or the, that night, I had been drinking. Next thing I know, I'm being woken up in the middle of the night by cops, and I'm sleeping on the ice rink. 
with the hockey net overturned, I had turned it over, and with that stupid bar going across the back middle, I was like, I fell asleep with it right down my back. And when the cops found me, I had freezy pop wrappers strewn about, just all over. Like how empty many freezy wraps, freezy pops are we talking? In my brain, I remember seeing like at least fifteen empty wrappers, and I'm pretty sure I saw some with like the juice in it too. So like, and no box, so I don't know if I was just carrying them in my pockets. I have no idea how I transported them. I didn't have anything else with me, so like I carried them all the way there, ate some apparently. Um, thankfully, the cops brought me home. They didn't give me any kind of ticket. They didn't read me any kind of riot act. I was kind of with it. I remember vaguely that night. But apparently, I put all the pieces together like many of us do the next morning at the, you know, the diner. Apparently, I was going around the party, and I don't drink often, with a pot on my head, like a pot you cook mac and cheese, with a spatula in my hand and a box of Freezy Pops. And I kept telling everybody, whether I knew them or I didn't, I was hitting my head, hitting my head, the pot with the spatula, bang, bang, bang. I'm Johnny Appleseed. Here is a Freezy Pop. Like, I think I equated Freezy (laughs) Pops with seeds or... And then, like, in my mind, I think the pot was, like, a raccoon hat with the tail from, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, in my mind, it made sense. Johnny Appleseed. So you were obviously blacked out. Yeah. It wasn't because you hit your head on the ice or something. No, it was, it was one of the few times, yeah, blackout. And don't know how you made it to this ice rink. Nope. But luckily, someone found you. The police, Genesio. Town police. Before you froze, froze to, to death. death. Yeah. Yep. These are the paths that we take <laughs> in life robert frost said that i think sounds like something you would say yeah some student poets so i guess we can get into the the whole the ping pong rivalry yeah this has been a long time coming where you what do you want to talk about um even every now and then i hear about this where was this first off? was this in the the sunshine cafe Sunshine Cafe it was. That, I, that much I remember because that, my sister kicked me out. She was a counselor at this recreation program. She's eight years older than me and you. And she had kicked me out a few times that summer for unruly behavior, even though she was my sister. Okay. Yeah. We were like the, the ping pong prodigies at Newfane. Yeah. I feel like I was the one, had the, the one up on you for quite a while. Probably because I was a year older. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's in the eye of the beholder. You got stats to back that up? Well, we had a, a tournament to determine who was the best. Yeah. Um, who we won? Must, who we, won? This what is, the record There's say? an asterisk. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we must have been on opposite sides of the ping pong bracket mm-hmm. because somehow we met up in the championship. Mm-hmm. Got to... Must have got to game point. Um... I don't even know if it was the final point. That I've, this is way too long ago. I don't remember the details. Mm-hmm. But I remember that you won because I think I hit a ball, and mm-hmm. it hit the end, mm-hmm. and you claimed that it didn't. Hmm. Um, so you went and told your sister who worked there that it didn't hit, and she gave you the win. According to the rules of ping pong, I also played tennis. If there's no referee... It's on the call. It's on the person. The person to call it on the opposite side of the table. Me. Yeah. I called it out. You called it bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that was not out. All right. You're a clear cheater. You you even know you were cheating. Have I ever admitted it? You did admit earlier that uh, you might have cheated. 
All right. Well, if you want to go, if you want to go into off the rock record conversations, if we're gonna go there, then we're gonna go there. I will say this. I don't know that I cheated. I don't know that I didn't cheat. <laughs> I do know that as a youngster, I'm gonna say under the age of 19, just like every other person, capable of some douchebaggeriness. Real word. Yeah. Yeah. How do I know this? I lived life. I, I may have cheated in other games growing up. What kind of games? Besides ping pong. I feel like you cheated in ping pong a lot. No, I honestly don't remember cheating in ping pong. I don't remember. I never, I mean, like I lost. Like I had an older brother who beat my ass all the time. Like yeah, I never he was beat probably him. dominating you. You get to these, you can't cheat when someone's dominating you. But close calls? Tournament? Okay. We need witnesses because if this was a if this was the championship, That's there were the witnesses. There was not because we were in the we must have been the younger bracket. Mm. We gave a no shit. No one cares. All right. And should have been there watching the whole time. I don't know why there's not a referee in the tournament I will, championship. I am never. And I mark my words. I will never admit that I cheated. But what I will say, I will offer this carrot stick. There is an eighty-seven percent chance I cheated. <laughs> Where do you but, come up? Why, where are you coming up with this number? It's science. <laughs> that thirteen percent means I may not have cheated. I'm not gonna damn younger me just because your shoddy memory thinks I cheated, which I may have eighty-seven percent chance. I'm pretty sure you cheated. I'm pretty mm. sure it was pretty clear. To me. How do I arrive at that number? I wouldn't have got that mad because I'm not that competitive. Like I don't. If I get beat, I'm fine with it. So, this, but if I win, I would. Want to le I legitimately won. So I've gone. I, That's I mean, the only I, reason I was mad about it. Right. It's ironic to me because as I got older, I have a very overdeveloped sense of justice. Like I, I want. If I play Madden against my friends Keith and Nate, like they will find an exploit in the game and they will continue to use it. I want to run the ball on first or you know That's first. That's why second. I quit like, playing Madden. I try to win. Like I try to play realistically, whether it's fantasy sports, like in my friends. They most of them believe no matter what to win, it doesn't matter. And that's I as an adult, I truly am opposed to that. To a detriment, I think. Mm -hmm. I've quit fantasy baseball leagues as the champion and in first place out of principle because of something similar to that. Yeah, sometimes you do uh, you are a little too principled. <laughs> hey, without our principles, who are we? In Bruges, you ever see that movie? No. Oh, Move on. It. All right. Anyways, <laughs> where, where are you last, going with this? Last part. The reason how I arrive at that 87%, and this is a very important thing I just discovered. When I was younger, probably anywhere from 5, 6, all the way up to 11, I would play Scrabble often with my grandma and my mom. I oftentimes won as I got a little bit older. Mm -hmm. Played a lot with just my grandma. Her eyesight started to get a little worse as she got older. And I'm, I'm talking like when I'm like seven or eight, nine. I remember like having like the word haiku and I needed like the K. And it was for the win. And the bag was there. And I could just see the K. So like I'd grab those few letters and I got the K. And I got the win, that last word. And my grandma my whole life would always say, I remember playing Scrabble with you. And you would always beat me at the last second. And every time <laughs> she'd say that, I wanted to stab myself. I hated it. Like I felt so guilty. Flash forward a few years later, and this is going to get a little deep. I try not to because we're, you know, we're trying to do the humor thing. My grandma had a recent medical issues, and she's in a nursing home, and we're having some struggles, and they're evolving and adapting there. Went to visit her, played with my mom and her some games of Yahtzee. 
all set, all fine. My mom asks me to go visit her while she was out of town. So I go, we're playing a game of Yahtzee. We're towards the end. I'm adding up the scores. And like, she wouldn't even know, like, sadly, like she wouldn't even know really or care that she actually is winning the game or won the game or lost the game. But I, and I didn't even do this like consciously. I just like added up the tally and said, oh, you won grandma. So like comes full circle. Mm -hmm. I cheated in her favor. Like maybe that was my guilty conscience. I don't know. No, it's just because you're principled now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think it's your conscious conscience. Hey, thanks Chuck. So that's, uh, that's going deep with Chris. (laughs) That should be my deep with Chris. Porno name. Porno name. Porno title. (laughs) <laughs> said no woman ever deep with chris and torque testicle <laughs> okay so other than that we got uh i was just gonna get into some stories that i found that you were involved in yes yeah, so let's go there because hopefully we can you know chastise you some <laughs> my testicles well i used to write a blog yes you did it was very good you, you were a reader. I've read it. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. This was before social media. Mm-hmm. Um, Blogspot. Yeah. I originally started it because there was just this one story, not a drunken story, a legit story that everybody asked me about. And I don't really want to get into that story right now, but mm-hmm. I just got sick of telling the same fucking story. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to write this. And anytime someone asks me about it, send them the link. Here's the link. Worked out really well. But around the same time, I started reading all those uh, Tucker Max books. Mm -hmm. Remember him? Yep. He would write his party stories, drunken stories. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started writing those. We go out, we have fun. I'd write it. A lot of details that we didn't remember. We would, I'd pretty much, I'd come home drunk and write these stories (laughs) and then maybe fix them up in the morning. We had a bunch of stories. Um, But it got to a point where like, I, a lot of people started reading it. So every time I felt like I had to one up the previous story. Mm -hmm. So if something small happened, I wouldn't start to write it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, it kind of pisses me off because when I go back and I read some of these stories from the beginning where they're not really super crazy, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of details that we wouldn't remember at all if I didn't write them. Um, But yeah, a lot of people started finding it. Family started reading it. The Buffalo Bisons found it, which led to some legal trouble for some <laughs> friends, and uh, that's when it started to go downhill, and uh, I don't know, it was a pretty cool blog, but uh, the one story that I found that we were both involved in uh, was when me and Keith came to Geneseo to visit you. Okay, yep. Um, like I said, this was before social media, before smartphones, so we had to call you for directions. Um, according to my story, which I put specific times and everything in these stories, I called you at 9.30 p.m. <laughs> that was very specific. <laughs> For directions. Yeah, there's two roads. <laughs> <laughs> so we did not have the smartphones to depend on. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Still if, don't. Probably, you flip don't. Flip phone life. Oh, God. The flip phone. That's the next episode, <laughs> if, I, if I'm invited. But I call you for directions, 9.30, you're fucking hammered. But we're like, we're going out there anyways. It doesn't sound like me. We got nothing to do. Yeah. Um, you give me directions, but f- you also tell me that you're peeing off of a roof. <laughs> Where was I? I don't know. We went to a party at your house. Would you have been peeing off your own roof? Nope. 
I have no idea where we where you were, but um, you tell us it's a jersey party, so we wear jerseys. Okay. Um, you forced me to paint my face, put like the black stuff under my eyes. Did I? Even though I'm wearing a the hockey eye jersey. Black? Yeah. <laughs> then it was an outdoor game. I've seen that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. This is before the outdoor games. <laughs> um, eleven o'clock. Uh, we're there. We're there before eleven. But at eleven, you force yourself to puke. Hmm. Uh, Puking really. Don't know why. Second win. Um, right? My friends came to visit. I need to entertain them. <laughs> um, so we're just drinking at your house. Uh, everybody goes to the bar except me, you, and Keith end up leaving at 1 o'clock. Bar closes at 2 in Geneseo? I think so, yep. So we still have to walk to the bar. <laughs> I don't, this just seems like a bad idea. So we're walking to the bar. Uh, me, you, Keith. Walking with a bunch of strangers that we meet on the street, we start a Let's Go Buffalo chant. Oh, I do remember that now. Okay. But Keith is wearing a Steve Smith Carolina Panthers jersey because mm. he's a douche. Mm -hmm. We'll get into more why he's a douche. Um, Every episode, probably. We get to the one club in Geneseo. Was it <laughs> oops, oops, oops. IB? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. I've never been there before. It seemed like any other place where they let in... The college students, if they're under 21, yeah, how it goes. Big X on your hand if you're underage. But Keith, wouldn't he couldn't get in because he didn't go to school there. So I think you need Geneseo ID. Mm -hmm. So you talk to the bouncer. Somehow you're hammered. You've already <laughs> puked. You were peeing off a roof. You talk this bouncer into letting in this underage kid. And... Fat Carl. He was from New Fame. Really? I know that because he won. Like, I had gone there like 15 times. And I had my brother's fake, I my brother's real ID. He was mm -hmm. older than me, and he let me in every time. Then, like the fifteenth or twentieth time, he just stops me. He goes, "How do you get home from here?" And I was hammered. And I go, "The route I think was sixty-three to seventy-seven." And I go, "Seventy-three to sixty-seven." He's like, "No." And I'm like, <laughs> "Uh, how do you know that?" He's like, "I'm from Newfane. It was uh." Someone that we graduated, their, their uncle. So he was trying to find out if you really were from Newfoundland. Correct. Which you were, but Correct. you couldn't even prove that. But then he knew that I was probably just drunk and screwed up the numbers because it was yeah. close enough. So. Yeah, so he let you in. Yeah, my apologies. Go on. But you, no, you talked uh, You talked him into letting Keith in. <laughs> probably by saying Keith's from Newfane too? Probably. That, that I don't know if I knew at that point. Okay. I might have. Either way, you, yeah. you sweet talk this dude and letting mm -hmm. Keith in. Nice guy. Let him in. Yeah. Big X. Yeah, it gives Keith the big X's. We walk in. I go to the bar to order a drink. Mm -hmm. Keith goes to the bathroom. I look behind me. Keith's getting carried out. <laughs> we're in there literally... I don't even know if we're in there two minutes. Yep. Keith's getting carried out because he was trying to wash the X's off in the bathroom. That's one of those 9-11 moments, like, where were you? Or, like, you, you'll, you'll always remember. Like, uh -huh. I'll always remember that look of that guy grabbing Keith by, like, the shoulder. And Keith just, like... You got me. You got me. <laughs> Putting his, throwing his hands up. Like, he you got me. It at all. No, he's, he's smiling, and I'm just like, well, that is interesting. But why did he even need to wash the axes off? We were going to be there for another 45 minutes. It's Keith. I could have handed him a beer. He could have drank it, yeah. and then they could have thrown him out. Yeah. He's not the brightest kid, but he did get <laughs> hammered somehow. I think I was really hungover, so I didn't get mm -hmm. drink too much for That's some reason. That's why this reason. is so detailed. Yeah. <laughs> 9:30 p.m. Uh, right? Yeah. So the next, so you, Keith gets kicked out. And I'm like, we're not gonna leave him. So we both leave with him. Did I leave? You did. I thought maybe I was trying to find a chick. 
No, you no, left okay. with us according to these details. Yeah, yeah. Well, I trust the details. The details. Um, so we go to get pizza. On the way there, you start, you're flipping about, flipping out about how you want to tell some girl off at that club. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm going to go back there and tell her <laughs> off, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you won't. And I go, one dollar says you won't. You go, the fuck, I won't. And you go back there to tell her off. <laughs> so you leave me and Keith alone in Geneseo. We don't know where the fuck we are. Three smartphones. Off, camp- off campus. You lived right? off campus. So me and Keith go into the pizza place, order pizza. Keith's hammered. He, uh, he's, after we order the pizza, we get it. Keith starts rushing me to leave. He's like, he's like we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, we didn't pay for this pizza. Let's get out of here before they try to make us pay for it. So he starts running out with a pizza. I'm like, Keith, I paid for it. <laughs> he doesn't even realize that I paid for this pizza. He's that drunk. It is totally believable. Yeah. Maybe so, not for the audience that doesn't know Keith, but it's right. totally believable. Yeah, I wish they knew Keith. Actually, we'll get him, we'll get him, we'll get him, man. You got to get him on here. Phone conference he, someday. Yep. Or he was <laughs> a subject. If he's in my spot, you probably could roast him. There's hundreds of Keith stories. There are. But we didn't get to the... Uh, the bad parts of this yet. Oh man! So we eat the pizza. We leave. I don't. Even, I can't remember if we ate it there or if we ate it outside because mm-hmm. he thought it was stolen. Um, but we get outside. Keith has to piss. So he just starts peeing in the storefront. <laughs> on like, Main Street. Yeah, right on Main Street. It's there's a lot of people out because it's college town. Sorry, big tree in. <laughs> so I tell Keith, I'm like, Keith, there's cops right there. <laughs> And now this, I think you could picture Keith saying this. Keith doing the, the eyes half closed, the wobble. Oh, yeah. Ask me if I give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is him. So he just pees. Yep. Cops don't come. We start walking back. We know the General you, direction. We know what road you live on. It was kind of a main road, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't like you just go up one street and turn. Yeah, and, one turn. So Down we're goes. walking back. Keith, hammered. Starts breaking off mirrors on a car, which he's done this before, yeah. but I've only seen him do it like he's broken one mirror off. Yeah. We might need to black out his name now or block out his name. They don't know which Keith That's I'm talking true. about. I have like 30 <laughs> friends named Keith. This could be any of them. This is true. And this is past the statute of limitations, it's right? also true. 12, 11 or 12 years ago, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're right. The risks are law. <laughs> Breaks off car mirror. <laughs> Like, Keith, don't fucking do that. We keep walking, breaks off another one. Keep walking, breaks off another one in front of these people's house. Someone's looking out the window, yells, the fuck are you doing? And they come outside, and me and Keith just start running through these backyards. It's covered in snow, so, like, we're running through the snow. High-stepping. Yeah, high-stepping. Nobody can see me high-stepping, but uh, <laughs> that's what we were doing. Verbal meme. Um, we eventually get away from whoever, I don't even know if anyone's chasing us, but, uh, we get away, we're back on the sidewalk, we see cops creeping by. I don't know that they're looking for us. It could be, could not be. Could I mean, be. it's 50-50 because, I mean, it's college town. It's probably an 87% chance that they are, <laughs> but Keith jumps into the bushes Oh, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I'm just hiding in the bushes for no reason. 
I just stand there, take out my cell phone, pretend I'm looking for someone's house, which I really am, but I'm not talking to anybody. Right. Cops roll past. Keith gets out of the bushes. Still going on a rampage. He sees this flower pot, and he tries to, he stomps on it, tries to break it, gets his foot stuck in it, covered in mud, does not break the pot, pulls it out. He's just covered his foot in mud. Fucking madman. Yeah, I can't, like, you would think cop rolls by. All right, I just jumped in a bush. I'm really scared for my life. Yeah. I'm out. Cop's gone. All right, let's go, you know, enjoy the rest of the night. Nope. <laughs> Break some more. And we're highly identifiable because we're wearing the stupid jerseys. Oh, yeah, Steve Smith. Which all they have to do is point out, hey, there's two assholes walking down the street. One of them keeps breaking shit. He's wearing a jersey. Yep. One's says, got eye black. <laughs> I don't know why. I He's think he both jersey. did. But, uh, yeah. Because he knows his sports. <laughs> so we, uh, we're walking forever. I can't find your house. I have no idea where you live. Mm-hmm. We got there at night. I mean, we're still walking at night, but mm-hmm. whatever. I'll call your roommate. Matt Parr. Yep. <laughs> One up, yep. He gives me directions. We have walked way past your house. <laughs> we walk back. We go into your house. There's nowhere to sleep. Mm-hmm. Keith hammered. I'm sober by this point. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to sleep on a floor. Let's just drive home. I'm driving Keith's mom's truck, <laughs> which has all his... He just moved out of his dorm, but you know how lazy he is. Yep. Didn't take anything out. So there's like a TV... Can't see out the back. Tons of clothes. You can't see anything. So we're driving down, I think, the street that we broke all the shit on. Mm -hmm. Or he broke all the shit on. (laughs) I turn right. Fucking cop lights up his lights. I'm like, fuck. I really hope I'm sober at Mm -hmm. this point. Um, They probably think we stole all the shit in the car. Um, I might be drunk. I think I'm sober, but... Mm -hmm. You never know. You never know. Fuck. Luckily, he passes me and pulls over the car in front of me. Wow. Heart, heart skipped a few beats, I'm sure. Oh, I was like, You're I'm just... fucked. Yeah, I know that feeling. I mean, I felt sober, but you never know. You never know. Or he could have a report of these assholes wearing the, the jerseys, jerseys. And, oh, these are the guys. Let's yep. get them. They probably stole all that shit, too. So we drive, was how long does it take to get back to New Fame? Hour and 20. Hour 20, and then I probably got home and wrote this fucking story. That's crazy. It, what's even crazier is that I'm not a dis- usually a destructive drunk, but one time coming out of a different bar in Geneseo, I was hammered. I went to pee in the alleyway, and I, I'm just walking, and it was a tight alley, and there's a car there, but, you know, clumsy Chris, I walked into a mirror, and <laughs> I broke it. Like, so it's dangling, right? I'm drunk enough where I just finished the job. I pulled it off. I go back into the bar and like everyone's around and looking at me and I just hold it up, go, oh! Like a trophy. Yes. And everyone's like, yeah. I I remember walking home thinking like, I'm a fucking retard. Like I'm I'm an idiot. Like why would you do that? Like I remember being really mad at myself. I don't know if you ever think Keith had that thought. No, he he doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) I wish I had that. People always break shit when they're drunk though. That's true. Someone kicked out my taillight at NU. Um, come to find out later on, I hear this kid telling this story about how he kicked a taillight out. (laughs) Like, you fucking asshole, that was my taillight. How'd he handle it? He was one of my friends. He didn't, like, he actually didn't pay for it, but Mm -hmm. he, every time we went, he's like, I'll just buy you drinks every time we go out until Mm -hmm. it's paid for. But I only lived by him for one, another semester, so never... Didn't get that good deal. Don't think it paid for the taillight, but... 
I don't know. It's just hilarious that <laughs> he's fucking telling me this story. I'm like, that was my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else we got here? Oh, you know, I'm starting to sense a theme that alcohol influences decisions of human beings. Yeah. Sometimes in an adverse way. I just figured that out. You just figured that out. Yeah. You're 33 years old. Yeah. And you just figured that out. Hey, man. That's why you don't drink much. No, I do not. You're not much of a drinker. We've done a few power hours, and I think was the last one we did a couple months ago. Oh, the Christmas special? Yeah. Oh, Christmas. So I haven't drank since then. I haven't that had, was four I haven't had a ago. single drink. Wow. That's a. Uh, not even like a one beer. It's pretty solid. Maybe one beer. Where were you going with this, though? Going with what? The, that it has adverse effects? Oh, nowhere. I was just making a general statement about alcohol. As just... I'm drinking scotch? Hey, man. <laughs> That's it? Teach your own. I have my voice. Um, well, when I was reading through the old blog, there was another story that I had that involved you. Um, so maybe we could get some of your thoughts on it. Sure. Um, we obviously... Everyone who listens to this probably knows us, mm-hmm. but if you don't, we live near the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. So when you're under 21, you go to Canada to drink because the drinking age is 19. Um, we went over there all the time. This particular trip, we took, I think I drove there in my car and you ended up driving home. Um, I think we agreed on that beforehand for some reason. We'll take my car if you drive it home. I'd say even back then, I usually offered to be the DD. Yeah. So you're not much of a drinker. No. Except when you get blackout. That's probably why you're not much of a drinker, because you end up I go frozen all or nothing. on a... I go all or nothing. You end up frozen on an ice rink with 15 freezy pups. If you need a theme for your first subject for this show, it's all or nothing. <laughs> all or nothing. Yeah. Take my testicle or set it free. Stupid stories for stupid people. Yep. All or nothing. Yep. <laughs> Um, anyways, this particular night, there was a lot that went on beforehand that I'm not going to get into, but it, there was stuff of significance just involving females that affected my life for a little while there. <laughs> um, please go on. No, this, it's not that important, but, um, what was important was the ride home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're waiting at the border, which you don't want to no. fuck around at the border. No. Border patrol can be dicks. If they want to, they can yep. just pull you over and keep Tainty. you there for hours. It's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a friend, Sean. We'll call him Sean. <laughs> yeah, his name's Sean. Uh, S-H-A-W-N. He went, we've known him our whole life, but he moved down south Our your senior year. Yeah, my, going, in, going into my senior year. Yeah, so he moved down south, got completely, I mean, personality-wise, he's the same. He's a fucking tool um, but, uh, in a good way. But he changed, like, he got jacked. He, uh, he started playing rugby, which is the problem. So he started partying a ton. Alcohol. Drinking a ton. Um, but he got hammered in Canada. Uh, so he's got to puke. Mm-hmm. And we're at the border, so what are you going to do? He opens the door and just starts puking at the border. I think I remember, like, we're, like, maybe four or five cars in front of us. So, like, you're not that far from... Yeah, we're about to go to customs, yeah. and they're about to... We're on the bridge. Yeah, you can't be puking there. With the door open. Yeah, with the door. Yeah. I don't want to puke in the car, but... Right. We got five people in the car. It's Unprecedented not... situation oh. for us. 
So he opens the door, starts puking. The car next to us is laughing, as they should be. There's a girl and then uh, looks like a huge dude in the back. And they're just laughing at him, and I'm laughing at him in the car. I'm sober. You're probably, off. Yeah, you're annoyed as hell. Hating the world. So Sean and, again, our friend Keith, if that is his real name. Second theme. <laughs> asshole. Keith decides to flip this guy off. Mm. So this guy's flipping out, but he knows he's at the border, so he's not going to do anything. Yep. He's just flipping out, like, raging in his car. Yep. And Keith just keeps flipping him off because he knows he's safe in the car at the border, like an asshole. Um, we somehow get through customs, blah, blah, blah. We're in Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. America. It's Yeah, Niagara Falls, USA is, America. what would you say? How would you describe it? Not safe. Not safe. That is a great description. 3 a.m., we're driving down Main Street, um, which is not like your typical Main Street. <laughs> this we're not is, in Geneseo uh, Main Street. This is like boarded up buildings, like you don't want to be there. We're stopped at a red light. Car pulls up next to us. Four lane, four lane going across. So yeah, two lanes, four, mm -hmm. two yep. lane, two lane. Yeah. We're stopped at a red light. Car pulls up next to us. It's the car that is pissed off at us. Motherfucking Keith. So Keith and Sean start flipping them off again. Guy gets out of the car. He's what? At least 300 pounds. Massive. That's all Probably I like Massive. 6'3", 300 pounds, raging, telling us to Ted get... Ted Washington. Yeah. Uh, Ted Washington, former Buffalo Bill. Um, so he's raging, telling, saying, get out of the fucking car. Keith and Sean want to get out of the car and fight this guy because Sean's a big rugby player now, <laughs> wants to fight this guy, even though he just puked. Um, Chris, sober, what do you do? I did the only rational thing. I floor, put my foot down, hit the gas, went through the red light across four lanes and got on the Robert Moses Parkway. Because you're in Niagara Falls and nobody's going to pull you over. No. <laughs> they know what's up. They see that happening. Cops, he's, he's like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. He's out of his car. Right. Probably some drunk friends flipping them off, being douchebags. Right. So like put it together, cop. We drive towards home. So the border was. We're still got about half hour left. Yep. Um, Sean makes us pull over two more times a puke. Um, according to my notes that are very descriptive from that night, uh, we were just in random people's front yards, pulled over, waiting for him to puke. Mm -hmm. Was that the night I kept you guys kept having to pee and I kept I'd drop you off on the side of the road then pull forward like a hundred yards? That was a good time. <laughs> I feel like that might have been a different night. Yeah, I was, was on the way home from Canada too. Yeah, there's a lot. They of blur trips. together. Yeah, but this was basically Sean just puking in random people's mm -hmm. front yard until we get to New Fame. Mm -hmm. um, there's not really like an end punchline to this story. I wish there was. I mean, they all kind of come back to the same thread though of drunkenness, yeah. drunk friends being stupid, not understanding their that they. Uh, are being dumb, I guess. Yeah. You know, Glad I kind of grown out of that. I don't really drink too often anymore, and I don't really. I mean, I kind of miss these stories, mm -hmm. but I feel like as you get older, it just becomes a problem. Yeah, definitely. Um, Keith, um, you should. <laughs> what you really need to do is because I haven't lost that. I don't drink often, yeah. so you get me drunk, I'm still there. That's true. I'm 18 years old. Maybe if I just swinging a golf club in like a six foot ceiling. <laughs> Maybe if I just have a quarterly drinking, yeah. once every quarter, yeah. I can go back to that. You could. I don't know. But they usually start and end with alcohol. Yeah. I mean, like, without that, I mean, as much as I hate alcohol, 
like going through some of these stories is awesome. Like that's why people love it. I'm just glad I wrote these. Just not abuse it, right? I have probably close to a hundred of these blogs. Yeah, that's amazing. I you inspired so. me to write one. I went on Blogspot. You can still find it. I, I think I did. I did find it. The I've time. tried. You had like three I've, stories on there. I feel like there, like I did like some like poetry stuff. Like okay. I did a bunch of random shit. Like whatever was yeah. I was feeling it didn't make sense. I'm pretty sure I was probably just high and stupid. <laughs> um, fuck, I forgot my train of thought. As we're talking about high, you were um, talking about how you wrote the blog. I inspired your... Oh, I've tried to get that stupid thing off Blogspot like 10 times, and it's like a circle. It's like a freaking circle. You, you can't you, get logged in? or Yeah, because you need your old... Like, they require your old username or, like, email account that doesn't exist. Or... No. Like, I could contact I them and be that. like, just fucking take this off. I had a website... But I've tried everything other than that, and they won't. I had a website that I tried to make on uh, Tri... Tripod? Was it Tripod a that website? That was back in the day. Yeah. So it was I... like HTTP dot... Slash yeah. slash tripod so something. I had a website that That's I had school. started. Small I was, world. I was gonna transfer the blog over to that so it would be like a legit website and you yeah. could go to like myname.com. Mm -hmm. But I had only made like the front page because mm -hmm. I wasn't that good at pro, uh, I don't know. Not typing, um, <laughs> whatever. Marionette, he just did like <laughs> the marionette and all that. Oh yeah, coding. Coding is the word I was looking for. So, like, I just emailed them. I'm like, yo, I, I don't know how to delete this. Can mm -hmm. you guys do it? And they're like, yeah, no problem. Because cool. they, I think they just look at it and they're like, oh, yeah, this is a shit website. <laughs> but, like, as someone who did that in, like, 2006, like, it's 13 years ago. Like, why, like, I have no reasonable expectation for you to keep my blog up from 13 years ago that I haven't touched. I do. I mean, yeah. I would be like, pissed you if they have, deleted my you've, blog. You've, I'm sure you've signed in or at least gone to it. Yeah. Like, view, like, no one's going to my My shit. blog's private now, but I'd be pissed if they deleted it because we wouldn't. These stories would be out of our memory. You should back them up on like a Microsoft document. I don't own a computer. That's a problem. Yeah. I got a desktop computer recently. Money. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you got any other things you want to denigrate about my life? I don't know. Like, oh, that called it a story. You called me a, that, a ping pong cheating champion. No, I never called you a champion. I was just, I set you up for that. <laughs> but that Canada story, you just drove through the red light. Yep. I feel like, have you ever been in a fight? Me? Um. Like you seem to really. avoid confrontations. Except when you went back to the bar to <laughs> tell See, that girl off. Right. Well, yeah. But that was, I feel What's like I pushed you is into that. I, in general, don't run from confrontation. I'm very confrontational, but like when it comes to actually like physical confrontations, I'm not. Only once, and it it wasn't a fight. It just was like a physical confrontation with my dad. Never been in a fight. It's weird because been, you are or you were like an athlete. You were like yeah. a pretty high level, like for our area. Like mm -hmm. you're a very good athlete. I've tried to. Well, I don't know what does athlete and fighting have to do with each other. If you're an athlete, you could fight someone who's not an athlete like you you would oh. have the confidence that you can oh, yeah, handle yeah. yourself at least well and like i don't i don't mean to call myself a pussy like i don't think it's <laughs> that because like when there's been fights like i'm thinking of one at the at the new fame pub where like it was five on five and other people like i instinctively jumped into it mm -hmm. and there was a like i remember ricky right next to me rabbit punching the guy on the ground and then my other friend nate there was a dude on top of him and a dude swung a stool and hit him in the head and he was getting taken on two on one like i naturally was in there grappling trying to get people off yeah and no one ever throws a punch at me 
Except for like my friends when I'm trying to get them to not fight other people. Like I've been hit by my friends for that. Who hit you? Nate. <laughs> yeah. He blacks out when he fights. He, he doesn't know yeah, what he's doing. Yeah. He was bleeding from the head too. So yeah. that happens. But I naturally, like I've always wanted like in a previous life, was I a medic like in a war? Like I never, like I'm not a pacifist. Maybe you were a referee. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Bare knuckle boxing referee back in the day. Am I a pussy? Does that make me a pussy? I don't think so. Cause like I don't feel like you're you're scared. I'm not. I like, feel like you just like like some people just jump into it and yeah. I feel like you just kind of like what's going on. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like as, as stupid as it sounds, like I've always thought I could talk myself out of stuff yeah. or help others talk themselves out of. Like I don't know. Like, yeah. I guess maybe. Or for I'm some pacifist. reason, I always end up in it somehow. You're always. I in don't it. know. And like I don't. You, generally, you're growing up. You were more introverted or quiet. Yeah, like quiet, you can't, you can't assume someone like that is gonna not. Yeah. Because I am extroverted and boisterous and i'm not that way i, feel like, I remember like, walking down the street and we're just walking down buffalo like a group of us and one of our friends says some stupid shit to two guys walking down the street the opposite way this the two guys shove our friend he goes flying it was a violent shove flying back and i like before i even reacted like before i even do anything i i know you and nate were there and i remember you coming like out of nowhere like in my mind it could be different but i remember you coming off my left side from behind me just flying out of nowhere and just a punch coming out of nowhere one knock to this dude's nose <laughs> broke it blood blood all over and it was amazing because like that part was amazing you you and nate going after them and defending them but these guys were just must have been brawlers because it was like pure chaos and pandemonium for like five seconds and then all of a sudden the dude saw the blood on his nose and it was broken and i had such like I was so envious of how cool he was in that moment. Because, <laughs> like you guys too, like for punching him. But he was just like, eh, we got to go to the hospital, man. Yeah, he's like, yo, we got to go. My nose is broken. And we were just like, all yeah, right, go. We didn't like talk shit after. No. We were just like, yeah, go. We don't, there was no reason for this fight, yeah. really. It didn't need to happen. Yeah. Funniest part about that fight, though. Yeah. So back then, I watched a lot of UFC. <laughs> this Back then? It's. I don't really watch it that much anymore, but I like it. Okay. But um, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings a week later to watch the fight. Mm -hmm. And you said you, those guys were probably brawlers. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. I see this guy walking with a broken nose. I'm like, oh, shit. Him? And I'm like, I think that that's the guy. And I'm mm -hmm. with my, uh, my girlfriend at the time who was also at the fight. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, is that the guy? She goes, yeah, that's definitely him. <laughs> So I just like, and I'm not drunk or anything. So I just like, I'm just gonna like mm -hmm. back off. There's no way he would have recognized Probably me. Probably not, but you never know. Yeah, and a bunch of <laughs> stupid UFC guys could have jumped me that night. So <laughs> I don't know. That's funny though. <laughs> but I think I always get into it because like, I feel like at a young age I was I was really small, mm -hmm. so I like got bullied. Yeah, that definitely would happen. But I always fought back. Mm -hmm. So I feel like anytime someone fucks with me or one of my friends, I'm like, I don't care if I get beat up. I'm just going to fight back, yeah. though. Pitbull. Yeah. Pitbull. I hate Pitbull, the singer, though. I don't like that term. Who? He's Mr. Worldwide? Uh, Mr. Worldwide. Nope. <laughs> I've heard the name. He's a rapper? He's a really bad rapper. Spanish mm. rapper. Oh, you know what do you got against? Come on. What do you got against the Spaniards? I just don't like this guy. He rhymes, He's from Spain? He rhymes Kodak with Kodak. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, but how many rappers rhyme the N-word with the N-word? I know, but this was just... Little Wayne. Yeah. Just him. 
I feel like we should have a lighter doing that Lil Wayne sound. That I, when I'm playing, this is going to sound stupid, when I'm playing Fortnite with my friends, oh God. I do that up to the mic sometimes. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I feel so cool. And then they think there's about to be a, a banger song coming. And no, I, I came close to lighting on that little foam piece over the mic. <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, I have to pee so bad. Oh, God, of course you do. I'm holding it, man. Holding it. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I feel like this. Are we done with the stories? Any, um, uh, do you want to go on a rant or anything? I'm good on the stories. Um, yeah, one last thing about fighting. Okay. I was talking recently with my fiance. We're discussing. Your fiance. Fiance. Hate that word. Check out the power hour <laughs> to get that joke. Um, I forget how it was brought up. Maybe it was in discussion prepping for this episode, but talking about stories. And I forgot you were involved with a fight with a family member of mine mm. who is going to be at our wedding in September. Good. And you will also be at the wedding in September. And to reference a Radiohead song, is there going to be a punch up at the wedding? There's not. Okay. Well, that's I, good and bad, I guess. I feel like this is squashed because it was... That same era where everything happened yeah. 12, 13 years ago. Um, what do you mean by everything? Just a lot of chaos, drunkenness, all these, all these stories. stories. Yeah, it happened in a condensed time frame. Yeah, it's weird. Four to five years. Yeah, but uh, I mean, he's. You guys are cool? I don't know. I'm cool, but he's not the brightest guy. I mean. Come on! <laughs> if you're listening, you, you know, I don't mean anything serious about that, but you know you're not that bright. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shots fired. We have potential for round two, ladies and gentlemen. Get your tickets for our wedding. <laughs> and that was I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, oh, man, we got some potential. That'd be oh, awesome. Um, rants, I wrote down a couple things that really weren't stories, but I wanted to get out there. Okay. Um, Ten-year contracts for marriage. I think that is brilliant. I like it. You know, I started going through this idea just as a joke, and then I started developing different things. You could, like, different ways to expand the metaphor. Sign-on bonus, blowjob. (laughs) 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 If 50% of marriages end in divorce, 10-year contracts just make sense. At the eighth year, you can start to talk about re-upping the contract, maybe extend it. What if you get to the eighth year? There's got to be a cutoff where there's no re-up. So otherwise, you're always going to re-up. Not necessarily. What, or you're going to have no, to. No, 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 no. Eighth year comes. You're the wife. You're not that happy. You're happy, but there's some improvement you'd like to see in your spouse. Eighth year. Like, mm, let's negotiate over these next two years. And you try and use that leverage that so you've just a, created to change the habits of your spouse. So the contract year. Yeah. The contract year, do you show up in your contract year? But then as soon as you get the money, you're, you're done again. Well, you know, we've seen this, how this plays out. Maybe there's a trade clause. I don't know. Trade clause interesting but yeah i think that's got potential i think that makes what so that this was all a joke right and i remember i think i was sitting around with family and i brought up the idea of this joke just something to talk about and we're sitting there probably my sister brother their spouses my mom and dads and nephews and nieces some cousins a bunch of people for a birthday party and my fiance is there and i tell this story and she out of nowhere and she had heard this before and like chuckled or whatever she out of nowhere, and she seemed dead serious. She just throws this out there. I really like that idea. Oh, really? Right? So now <laughs> I'm thinking, like, oh, 
man, that wasn't just like deadpan humor. That there is some truth to that. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, oh man, she's she likes that idea. How for do some I make reason. this so happen? Now I need to start getting better, improving <laughs> myself somehow. Um, you're not gonna like this, mm-hmm. but that's not an original idea. What? So nothing's original, man. It's close to original because of the marriage part. But have you ever watched Black Mirror? No. Watch it. Netflix, right? There's I've an episode where I this. No, this is new. There's a uh, you date and there's a uh, timer. So it's mm-hmm. like you don't know how much time. It's a dating app, so they mm-hmm. set you up mm-hmm. with this person, and then you have to you're with them for a certain amount of time. You don't know how much time that is mm-hmm. until you guys agree to check. And then it'll show you how much time. Mm-hmm. So it could be two days. It could be five years. And then it once that time's up, you're done. That sounds cool, but I'm going to say my idea is different enough. I'm fine. Yeah. Watch the episode, though. It's, it's interesting. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. You going to read the Mueller report? <laughs> I've been, I mean, I think anytime I'm... someone tells me to watch something or, or like <laughs> check out this show, I just ask them specific questions. I think I've read enough world. of Seth Abramson's Twitter to Threads. know what it's about. How long was his final thread that day? I don't know. It was like over 300, right? It was nuts. It was, I read every. I just found 20, a workaround 25. at work because Twitter's blocked. I found a workaround where I could, the can thread. Twitter or... No, you can, yeah. So I'll Google the names and it shows like their most recent, like yeah. three of them. But you can't look at threads or multiple <laughs> tweets. So, but you there's a thread reader app or something like that dot com where if they do multiple tweets, it just unrolls right there. Are you about to go on a political rant? No, no, no. <laughs> Making a you deal. can. I mean, it's not a political show, but uh, no. rant wise, I'm down for anything. No, I can <laughs> make a whole show out of that. We won't. Um, Got anything to tease for your next guest, whoever you're having on? I appreciate you having me. This was fun. No, we just, I don't know if there's even going to be a number two. Oh, there's got to be. I hope there is. I love number twos. If we as soon hit, as I get home from work. What? You take a number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, no teasers. So maybe we'll, uh, I'll, I'm going to try and get in and be like your editor. Like I want to, I want to learn audio editing and okay, like pull okay. this out there and see what we can do see, with this. We need I, an intro song. Yeah. I created one on my phone and it's really bad. Like you created a song? No, I just used this stupid app that it's it's bad. We should use it. <laughs> we're probably gonna. If you guys if hear the, really, if the title is "Stupid Stories for Stupid People" or something like that, then it should be stupid, stupid song. It's gonna be really stupid. But if you can come up with something that's nursery cool, rhymes with Chris stupid. Eberfart, stupid. <laughs> nursery rhymes with YouTube Chris it. Eberfarts. Okay. Um, Thank you for else? having me. No, yeah. you got anything for me? No, it's been fun. Now we need an outro song. Yeah. Do, 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 always do, 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 Billy do, do, Idol, Rebel Yell. It's <laughs> just what I always come to. All <laughs> right. <laughs> she won't. All right, it's been fun. Later. Peace.